every person out there, you, me, every customer, potential customers out there is living a story and they are the hero of their own story. You're the hero of your story. I'm the hero of my story. We see it through our lens all the time. Every customer that your company has is living a hero's story. It will come as no surprise to listeners of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast that I believe one of the most powerful tools at our disposal as marketers and as video strategists is storytelling. And I'm excited today to be exploring the power of story through the StoryBrand framework. If you haven't yet heard of StoryBrand, man, you are in for a treat. Let's get into the show. This is the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, helping you engage your ideal audience to action through online video. I'll be bringing you the absolute best in the world of video marketing, content creation, storytelling, and marketing strategy, as together we grow to dominate online video and build profitable businesses. I'm your host, Ben Amos. Now let's get on with the show. G'day, g'day, and welcome back to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. This is episode 127, and I am your host, Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing. Now, if you've been listening to this show for quite a while, the first 50 episodes of this show were all focused on the power of storytelling to move people to take action. And I'm excited today to be moving back into the world of story. And my guest today is someone who lives and breathes storytelling. Dr. JJ Peterson serves as Chief of Teaching and Facilitation at StoryBrand as well as the co-host for chart-topping podcast, Building a Story Brand, one of my personal favourites, who he hosts with Donald Miller, the author of Building a Story Brand, the book. Now, JJ has a PhD in communication and prior to joining Story Brand, spent the previous 20 years teaching and practising communication in the entertainment industry and higher education. Now, if you haven't come across Story Brand before, seriously, you've been living under a marketing rock. The story brand framework, which is detailed beautifully in the Building a Story Brand book, which I absolutely recommend that you pick up, is something that has influenced the way that I both communicate the power of story in a business context, but also the work that we do in video marketing for our clients. I was so excited when I reached out to JJ and asked him to come onto the Engage Video Marketing podcast for you guys. And I can't wait to share this interview with you more. So in this interview, to be honest, I didn't speak very much at all because JJ has so much passion for story and such a way of communicating the story brand framework in a way that makes sense for us as business owners and as marketers that I just let him share his wisdom with us. But what we talked about specifically is more about what is the story brand framework and why story is so important for business in general. And then we steered the conversation towards how the the story brand framework can actually apply in the world of video and video marketing. And specifically how it can apply across not only a single video, but a suite of videos in a full video marketing strategy. So I know you're going to get a lot from this episode and I'd love for you to reach out and let me know what you took away. But right now it's time to roll my interview with Dr. JJ Peterson from StoryBrand. Dr. JJ Peterson, welcome to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. Oh, thanks so much for having me. So excited to talk to you today. Yeah, I likewise, I am really excited to talk to you and Um, The reason why I wanted to get you on, not least of of all that I've been listening to the Building a Story Brand podcast, which you co-host with Donald Miller from StoryBrand, 
But yeah. also I've been a big fan of what you guys do at StoryBrand for a while. And there was a recent episode where you were actually interviewed on your own podcast by, by yeah. Kula from your team. And yeah. I was just listening to this and I was like, I want to be part of this conversation. And <laughs> the joy of podcasting is I reached out to you after that episode and I said, can you come on my show? You said, yes, yeah. and here you are. Thank you very much, JJ. Oh, no problem. I mean, any chance to talk about story and then, of course, you know, to uh, talk to anybody from down under, I think I'm excited about. So, <laughs> Awesome. Cool. Well, for those people that have been living under a business rock or marketing rock and haven't heard about StoryBrand or what you guys do, can you, can you fill me in on who you are and, and your backstory that led you into this love of story and StoryBrand? Yeah. So the, the most simple way we describe StoryBrand is, you know, a lot of companies are so close to their products and services that they have a hard time describing what it is that they do in a way that's very clear and succinct to get people engaged. And we use a story framework. We help people tell their story in a way that um, gets greater engagement, faster communication, and actually helps people grow their businesses. So that's kind of the most simple version. My love of story goes way back. I mean, you know, not to bore everybody, but literally like my dad reading us stories with voices at night. I've just always, my parents are amazing storytellers and I've just seen the power of how story can move and challenge and change people. And so I've always been about story, whether it's been, I was in TV and film, so I've written and I've acted and I've directed and kind of done all of that. Um, I was a professor that I taught communication. And in fact, um, I remember one time in a very, this is kind of a cheesy, the cheat, one of the things that really moved me into professional kind of storytelling was I was actually watching the movie Armageddon. I don't know if you remember the movie Armageddon yes. with Bruce Willis. Like Classic. one of the, you know, Jerry Bruckheimer, like everything's exploded, exploding, beautiful people, horrible story, you know, unpredict, unreally unreal plots, all those things. And at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, if for people who haven't watched it you should have it's a long time ago now but basically Bruce Willis gives his life for Ben Affleck Ben Affleck is supposed to stay on the meteor and explode this meteor before it destroys earth Bruce Willis pushes Ben Affleck out of the way stays behind and saves the world like you do and I literally remember hearing people cry in the movie theater like people were crying at that moment. And I, that was like a light bulb moment for me going, oh my gosh, even something as cheesy and crazy as like saving the world from a meteor can cause people to start crying, like in public. And it was that moment that I be wanted to dis to study story and its impact because I wanted to be a better storyteller and give people the tools to be able to tell stories. So I actually got my master's degree in what's called theology and the arts. So a study of story about God and people in film and television and music, and then went on to get my PhD also studying story and in particular narrative marketing. So how to tell a better story through marketing. And I kind of discovered through all of my studies that basically what a lot of scholars would say that are in the narrative world would say we are homo narrative. We literally are human storytellers. And everything we do is told through story. Well, let me say that again. 
the most powerful way to um, influence people is through story. And in fact, some would argue that story is greater than fact and can communicate fact in a more true form than even fact can. And so like, for instance, um, if somebody says my wife is my better half, that is not a factual statement, but communicates a greater truth than just saying, this is my wife and I love Mm her. Um, saying my wife is a better, is my better half puts the relationship in a metaphor, puts it in a story and communicates a greater truth than just stating a fact. And so there's all these studies that show that when you put any kind of fact or any kind of, um, any kind of persuasive argument in the context of story, you actually have a greater impact and greater ability to influence behavior and thought than just by stating facts. Scientific facts do not change people's mind as great as story. And so as I began to like study that on my own, I actually came and found StoryBrand. I came as a client, actually. I was in the process of, I had sold a reality television show to a network, I mean, to a production company. And I was in the process of going and uh, working on that and selling it to networks. And I came to Donald Miller very early in StoryBrand. And he, I said, help me basically helped me pitch this this um, reality show. And I went through the process and fell in love with it. And basically in that moment was like, everybody needs to understand this. Everybody needs to see this because it's such an easy and powerful way to influence and change people's mind. And so I just kind of fell in love with StoryBrand and began learning even in a different way, how story works, how that, how we can use that in marketing and messaging to influence people and to um, grow our businesses through it. Yeah. So that's, I love that's that. a little, I mean, <laughs> a little bit long winded answer, but no. it kind of gives you some context for my own journey of getting to where I am today. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And and now you get to call yourself a doctor of story effectively. I right? do, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead awesome. of Dr. JJ, it should be just Dr. Story. So Dr. Story. I love it. <laughs> hey, um, you know, I think what you've communicated really clearly there is the power of story in, in connecting with people and, and communicating with people. But, you know, in a business context, I think, you know, maybe I think it, it aligns really closely with, with marketing and persuasion in marketing. But what I love about story brand is it goes much further than that. It goes into basically, you know, how you, how you present your company to, to the world and how you talk about your company every day. So can you break down for us, um, you know, how the story brand framework impacts on business? Yeah. You know, story is such a big buzzword in marketing and branding right now. You know, everybody's like, we need to tell a better story. We need to tell a great story. And the reality is most people don't understand how story works and what role your company needs to play in the story. And so a lot of companies go out there or they come to us and they say, help us to tell our story better. And we'll go, yep, come to us and we'll help you do that. But in reality, we know that that's not really what we're going to do. 
every person out there, you, me, every customer, potential customers out there is living a story and they are the hero of their own story. You're the hero of your story. I'm the hero of my story. We see it through our lens all the time. Every customer that your company has is living a hero's story. And what companies often, the mistake they often make is they come in with their marketing and branding and try to position themselves as a hero in the story. We're great. We're the best. We're doing all these things. And when you position yourself as a hero in marketing against your customer's hero story, you're in competing stories. And what the story brand framework does is it removes the brand as the hero of the story and puts you back in your, into your customer's story. So we help you become the guide to your customer's hero. And how we do that is by teaching people how story works in the first place. So every story is actually very formulaic. Story is, is it goes all the way back to Aristotle and Plato, and it's kind of continued on even through it's tested in movie theaters every weekend. You know, there is a formula to story, and when you break that formula, people stop paying attention to the story. And the story goes like this. There is a hero who wants something. And in a movie, we, we see it within the first 10 minutes of a movie, you have to know as an audience member, what is it that that hero wants? And then when the story gets good is when that hero encounters a problem. And that problem has to be overcome. If the hero never encounters a problem in the story, there is no story. You know, if I was just to say, tell you a story and I'm like, you know, so today I went to the beach. And... Um, laid there <laughs> you're not going to believe it the sun came up you know that's not a story but if i say you know i went to the beach today and you're not going to believe it I, all of a sudden these parachute troopers felt came down and they start you know now there's a problem there's something that's going on or i'm at the beach and i got sick to my stomach I it becomes the story only becomes interesting in the problem so there's a character who wants something there's a problem that gets in the way of that and then that that character meets a guide and that guide helps the character overcome their problems and then the the way that the guide does that is by giving the character a plan to move forward they call them to action and then we know as the audience what success and what failure looks like in the story. There are stakes in the story, both that this story can end horribly or it can end great. So that's a basic formula for every story. A character who wants something, who encounters a problem, who meets a guide, who gives them a plan, calls them to action, and, sh and leads them to either, if they act on that call to action, success, and if they don't act on that call to action, then there's failure. And that if you're writing a screenplay, there may be like 32 or 36 points to a story. There's all these other things. But for the sake of the marketing and understanding most of the basic, that those are the seven really main things in a story. So once you understand how story works and the reason story has to work kind of that way, why there are those rules is because the research has shown that that's one, that's how our brains process kind of life and linear movement. And there is a what's called fidelity and coherency to a story. The story has to go in a certain order and has to stick together. So it has to follow those rules. So if the plan comes before a call to act, I mean, after a call to action, or there is no problem in the story, or there is no guide, our brains don't actually follow that 
line of thinking because it breaks the rules. There is no fidelity and coherency because that's not how life works. Our life works in kind of this order thing. And the research shows that when a story has fidelity and coherency, and we can follow it along this path of character, problem, guide, plan, call to action, success, failure, when we can see how that story all works together, then we actually are, we experience what's called narrative transportation. So we enter into the story. It's when somebody says, I got lost in a book or I got lost in a movie, we enter into that story and we become part of the character. We, we identify with the character of the story. Yeah. And research also shows that the greater the narrative transportation, the greater likelihood that somebody's mind is going to be changed and then therefore their actions are going to be changed. So that's a lot of information that I just kind of threw at you. But basically what I want people to understand is there are rules to a story. When you follow those rules, then people engage in the story more and ultimately you're going to change mind and action. That's kind yeah. of just narrative theory and communication understanding, communication history. Now let's apply that to marketing and branding. Yeah. So when you are creating your own brand story, we would argue that you want to position yourself in your customer story. In fact, you're inviting them to live a story and you are a part of that story. And so for you, when you're understanding story, your character is the hero. And you have to identify what is it that your character wants. And you have to state that explicitly on your website. You have to state it clearly. You have to state it obviously. A lot of times we look at websites and people will say things like on their website, they're, they're like business coaches. And they'll say something like helping you achieve your mountaintop dreams. Yeah. Well, that, that's so vague that it, we don't know what story we're being invited into, right? It's not obvious. I don't know. Is this my story? Is this, I don't actually want to climb Mount Everest. I don't, I'm not, I don't want to do that. And so are you, uh, are you a Sherpa? What are you? No, just say business coaching that helps you achieve your goals or business coaching that helps you grow your business. That's identifying what the character wants. So you first identify what the character wants and you state that explicitly on your website and in your or uh, sales pitches, in phone calls, you get people entering into the story quickly and they say, that's my story. My story is I want business coaches who helps me grow my business. Then the only reason that they're looking at you as somebody who can help them is because they have a problem that they're trying to overcome. If they don't have a problem, if, they, if their business is growing perfectly, they don't need you as a business coach. So they're looking for somebody to solve their problem. Again, going back to story, a story only gets good when there's a problem in the story. So in your marketing and branding, you need to be talking about your customer's problems. What problem are they experiencing? We find that so many people are, their business is growing so fast that they don't have time to make, um, to do personal development for themselves. That's a problem that a business coach could solve or your business is growing so fast. You don't know how to position yourself in the market. That's a problem. So you want to talk about that. And there's a couple layers of problem. There's an external problem. The basically the main thing your company solves and then an internal problem, how that makes you feel. And you need to be talking about that in your marketing branding all the time. So you, your business is growing so fast that you don't have time to do personal development, which makes you feel frustrated or makes you feel overwhelmed. That's a feeling, 
the internal problem. And that's really key in marketing and branding in the same way that's really key in any good movie or story. So when Liam Neeson is trying to get his daughter back because she's been kidnapped for the 20th time in any of the Taken movies, we have an external problem of that Liam Neeson's daughter is taken by kidnappers. Most of us have not had our daughters taken by kidnappers. So in order to identify with that story, we have to understand the internal struggle that he is feeling because of the external problem that has happened. So um, we have to feel the feeling of him like being scared that a family member is going to be hurt. So that's an internal scared or feeling like he's letting his daughter down. He's disappointing a family member. When they bring those pieces out in the story, we identify with it. Well, same thing when you're talking about marketing and branding is you not only talk about your customer's external problem, but you have to talk about that what you do solves their internal problem as well. So for instance, in a, if my lawn is overgrown and um, I am not embarrassed by that or I am not overwhelmed by that, I am not going to hire somebody to, to fix it for me. Right. If I don't care that my the external problem is the lawn being overgrown, the internal problem is I'm embarrassed that my yard looks like crap. So in marketing, you want to speak to both the internal and external problem your customer is facing. So you want to say something like stop feeling embarrassed about your yard and get your lawn cut in a half hour. You know, so there's both an external and internal. So going back, we have what the character wants. There's a problem. And then this is the big piece, the big shift that happens in narrative marketing is you as a company have to position yourself as the guide to your customer's hero. You are not the hero of the story. Your customer is the hero. You are the guide. So, so many companies try to talk about themselves all the time. And instead of talking about yourself, the only way or telling your history, telling all the great things that you've done, telling about your hobbies or facts. This is, I look at people's websites all the time and I see like fun facts that are on there. That's telling your story. You only want to talk about yourself when you're talking about how you are the guide to your customer's hero's journey. And the way that you do that is through empathy and authority. You have to empathize with your customer's problems and you have to have had authority, meaning you've had to said, you've had to have experience in helping other people overcome that or experience that helps, that will help them overcome it. So in your bios or on your website or anything, any sales pitch, don't go in and say, well, I have 20 years of experience. Don't just say I have 20 years of experience. How does that 20 years of experience translate to helping them overcome their specific problem? Talk, you should start out with empathy and say, I understand how it feels when you're experiencing this. And then you have to give them a very clear plan, a three-step plan to overcome their problem, a clear call to action, and you have to paint a picture of what life looks like if they don't buy your product or service. So meaning like you're going to continue feeling this pain. Are you worried you're going to lose sleep? Are you worried that you're going to fall behind to the competition? That's failure. 
if they don't act, and then also cast a vision for success. What does life look like if they do engage with your product or service? So you're going to be able to make more money. You're going to be able to be proud of your lawn. You're going, you, you have to go to that next level. When you incorporate all seven of those pieces in your marketing and messaging, you are telling a clear and coherent story. And the story you're telling is your customer's story, not yours. Identify your customer's want. What is it that they want? State it very clearly. Identify the problems that are getting in the way of that, both external and internal. Position yourself as the guide with empathy and authority. Give them a clear three-step plan that overcomes the problem. A clear call to action, buy now, call now, and then paint a picture of what life looks like if they don't act, that's failure, or if they do act, what success and what their life can look like in the long run. Yeah, that's so good. Thanks for breaking that down for us. And absolutely. Hopefully that'll make sense. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And um, I encourage people to dive deeper into this through through grabbing the, the Story Brand book and, and listening to the podcast too. But what I want to do now with you, JJ, is bring this into the world of video marketing because I think yeah. the listeners of this podcast, whether they be video producers, video marketers, business owners, planning on using video better, um, I think mm-hmm. we can see that there's a there's a natural affinity between story and video, right? Like you know, yeah. when we talk yep. Hollywood filmmaking, and but when it comes to video for for business, when it comes to using yeah. video to tell a brand story, I think people get really stuck on this idea. Like maybe the idea of this meta narrative that you described there of really understanding what your story is and how you use that to present your website and talk about your company. But when, they, when you go about creating, say, a brand story film or an about us mm-hmm. film or a yep. hero film for your website, which it, it feels like it needs to be about us, right? It's, we want to yeah. tell the story yeah. of our company. So yeah. how, do, how do you help people overcome this idea of we want to talk about us? And, yeah. you know, I think, you know, we often talk about using client stories as well. And I think there's a different approach there, right? But if you're talking about the t- telling the brand story through video, how can the story brand framework help us communicate more clearly, more effectively? Yeah. So, so the, the, there's a couple, there's quick and then there's nuanced, right? So yeah. quick, when you're saying like, you know, using customer stories to tell the story, right? You want to make sure that whatever testimony you use they walk through a little bit of this framework. So they have to, they may say something along the lines of, you know, I just was looking for a lawn care company that I knew was going to be able to take care of things and stop making me feel embarrassed about my lawn. So you're having them identify what do they want and what is the problem they were experiencing. And they can even ramp that up a little bit. I never wanted people to come over to barbecues. My kids didn't want to have their friends come over because the weeds were just growing and I had no idea what to do. I met them. This is where the guide came, comes in you t- and have them talk about empathy and authority. Not only did they do an amazing job, but they also like, they got to know my family. There's some empathy there. And here's how they did it. One, two, three. And so it was just one easy call. And once I was able to do that, I no longer worried about my kids being embarrassed. And instead, I have people coming over to my yard for a big barbecue. Right. So yeah. you, that's, a, that's the most simplistic form. It, but what happens a lot of times is we stop by, we, we get a video clip of going, oh, they're great to work with. They were wonderful. I love them. Yeah. Well, when you have small clips like that, that makes the company the hero. 
Mm-hmm. But when you have them tell the story that starts with a problem and the pain that they were feeling and then what life is after, now you're telling the customer story. So that's a quick little thing of understanding uh, that's written testimonies or video testimonies. I get so, I, I just get frustrated. I'm like, stop yeah. talking about how great you are. Talk about your customer's problem. So to that's, me, that's one the difference thing. between, like we often co- contrast the difference between a testimonial video, which is that, that second example versus a client story video. And we're very deliberate in the way we talk with our clients and what we share through this podcast as well. The the client story needs to take that story approach. And it often comes down to the, the approach that the interviewer takes when they're producing that video, because you need to ask those internal problem questions, right? So how did that make you feel? You need to dive deeper than just saying, so what did the company do for you? Exactly. I'm glad, I'm glad you pointed that out. That's awesome. So if if we're not telling a client story though. Yeah. So then there's, there's a couple different ways to use the framework um, in making a video. You can pick a specific piece of the, of the brand and really highlight. So when I look at commercials in particular, say on television, 30 seconds or 45 seconds, 15 second commercials, they're not trying to tell the entire story. They're focusing on one aspect. So they might be one or two aspects of the story. So they might really dive into a problem. So, um, um, you know, like some, uh, a company that deals with like a product on television that deals with killing germs, right. In the kitchen, they may personify the problem with these like animated germs. And there's all these germs that are going everywhere and they're jumping on people and they're getting people sick. And then they spray the, the can that kills the germs. And then you see the people breathing in deep and like being happy at the end. Well, all that did was pull from three sections of the story. It pulled from problem, call to action and success. So you're not, you're not starting from the very beginning of somebody walking around explaining the whole thing of what they want. You're pulling from different sections. Another piece of that's very big when you're creating videos is when you understand what your customer wants, because there's different levels and nuances to that story that I would just, I told earlier, I told the most simple version of how story works. But when you understand what a customer wants, they want something typically they want something physical or tangible, but they're also looking for an aspirational identity. So they're looking to become something. So when I, so let's go back to the lawn example. I want somebody to cut my yard, but when I cut that, they, this company specifically cuts my yard or takes care of it or creates landscaping. What does that say about me as a person? What do I want my neighbors to say about me? Man, he, I, want, I want to be the envy of my neighborhood. I want to be, um, I want to have to be the house everybody wants to come to. I want to be the, the best homeowner. You know, there's some kind of identity that comes with the product that I bought, not just the product itself. There's an identity. And in video, when you're telling a video story, you want to often speak to higher level than just like the basic understanding of what the character wants you want to speak to the identity that the character wants what who what who does your product or service help the the customer become so for instance there's a video if people want to look up uh, gerber knives 
you know, when they're after they're done with the podcast, there's a thing called Gerber knives. And it's this knife that is this very rugged, macho um, kind of knife. And their tagline is unstoppable. And you watch their videos and it's like guys on horses and roping and lassoing or people cutting, um, cutting off a rope off of a propeller or their knee is broken and they're cutting off their, uh, cutting off the, the pants to, make a tourniquet, you know? So basically no matter, and the whole idea is that when you buy a Gerber knife, you are unstoppable. You take on the identity of adventurous, take on the identity of being a badass, take on the identity of being unstoppable. And so they're not just focusing on the features of the product. They're not just saying, oh, this knife is, you know, it's solid and it's strong and it's going to um, be able to cut through cut through leather and cut through rope. No, that can't, that can be shown in the video, but you have to lead people to see that the story is not just about the features of the product. The story is about that you are becoming something through the process by using this product. You become a badass. You become unstoppable because in movies, the best movies, literally people are different at the end than they were at the beginning. So Luke Skywalker in Star Wars in the beginning is just this farm boy who's like a great shooter. By the end, he's a Jedi. In Hunger Games, Katniss is, again, somebody who like is great with a bow and arrow. She's from this little coal town. By the end, she's a Mockingjay. They literally become somebody different. They become empowered. They become strong. They become brave. Maybe they were shy and then they became brave. So in understanding your customer's journey of what that character wants, you have to understand who they are currently. And maybe it's simply they will go from disorganized to organized. And that's an identity shift or they become scared to brave or insecure to secure. And then when you're showing that in film, you're showing in a video on the website, how, what does security look like? What does bravery look like? What does unstoppable look like that your product allows them to be? And that is a very powerful way of doing a video is just brainstorming. What does your product help people become? What's the identity it gives them at the end of the story. Well, let's make a short film, a short movie. Doesn't always have to be at that transfer, uh, that, um, that transformation. You can show the transformation, but you don't have to. You can just show the end result of the transformation. So that's another way. And then lastly, mm-hmm. I would say just in kind of a tip. So the, the, to me, those are the two easiest ways. One, in a testimony, make sure that you're walking through a testimonial story, not just like a, a, a customer satisfaction. And then also always be thinking identity, identity, identity. And then lastly, you can actually tell the full story in a short 30 to 60 second video. So we work with this company called Guy Bauer, who actually makes videos um, for clients. And one of the ways that their promotional video works is they show somebody starting out sitting in an office and their boss comes to them and says, Hey, I need you to make a video. And they're thinking in their mind, I've never made a video before. Well, what that starts basically just by opening up that their promotional video with that scene by saying your boss comes to you and says, you need to make a video, but you've never made a video before that 
that gives within five seconds the first two elements of a good story. What does the character want? A video. What's the problem? They've never made a video before. And then they ramp up the problem. This is where in, in the story, in creating a good video, if you're using the entire story arc, you actually want to spend some significant time in the problem because the problem is what makes the story interesting again. So start out by saying your boss comes to you and wants you to make, they want you to make a video, but you've never made a video before. And so then you just start talking about the problem, which freaks you out and makes you overwhelmed and makes you think, Oh, do I, am I going to have to go to my cousin's um, second roommate, you know, and who, basically doesn't know what he's doing? Am I going to waste my company's money? Am I going to be overwhelmed? Am I going to be the laughing stock? Right? You're just amping up this problem. And I'm going and trying to talk to all these people and they're just saying, oh, what's your budget? What's your budget? What's your budget? And I don't know what to do. And you start freaking out. And then all of a sudden, and then you meet the client. Then you meet the, the you know, then you the meet company, the company, yeah. right? So you, you go, what does the character want? What's their problem? Ramp up their problem. Introduce the company. And then say, here's how we help you overcome the problem. And then cast a very clear and visual picture of what life looks like if they don't act. So one day, you, are you going to be sitting there one day in your office wondering if I made the right choice? Or, and then show a picture of that person being carried off on the shoulders of their coworkers, you know, success. Or everybody's going to love you and celebrate you and show you what life is like. Right. You can just go through the full story and show character want, ramp up the problem, introduce the company, talk about the plan, the ways that you move people forward. Just say, call us now. And when you do, you're going to stop feeling this way. And you're instead, you're going to live a life that's like this. Yeah, that's awesome. I think um, so what you're. If I'm if you're getting this right, you can absolutely apply the story brand seven step framework 100%. To, to a single video um, and get it all in there, and it be really effective. And yep. if I'm if I'm interpreting it right as well, like would it would it rightly apply to a full video marketing strategy as well? So you could effectively 100%. consider multiple pieces of video content as as kind of handling different different elements in the framework. Is that right? Yes, for sure. One of the things that I always if people are interested in creating their own video or hiring a video company. Obviously you want to do like research on the company, but the other thing is just do research on other videos, go watch even television and watch the commercials and start to, once you understand this framework, I can watch a television and go, Oh, I can watch a television commercial and go, that commercial comes out of the problem bucket. That commercial Mm -hmm. comes out of identity. That commercial comes out of plan. That commercial comes out of guide and you will begin to see how the commercial, some commercials try to tell the whole story and they do it great, but a lot of them are just speaking from one piece of the story. They're not trying to tell all seven elements. They're just going, there's a Toyota commercial that literally says it basically, it says, Hey, welcome to our Toyota service center. And you know, we know that you care about your Toyota. You know who else cares about your Toyota? We do that comes out of empathy. And then you go, she walks into the service center and says, you know, Joe, what's your middle name? And he goes, cares about your Toyota. She's like, see, we care about, you know, and all that is is empathy. And then she goes to another one and she goes, Hey, tell me a weird fact. And the guy throws out this weird engine fact. And she goes, see, we know what we're doing. And then she 
that closes the commercial by saying, so come to our service center where our hyper caring experts will help you fix your Toyota. So it's not telling problem. It's not even showing success. It's just coming out of the guide bucket, the cup bucket that talks about the company. And, but all it's doing is empathy and authority. You care about your Toyota. We care about your Toyota. You want experts. We have these really great experts and we have all this experience. All we care about is Toyotas. That's it. So that's a 30-second or maybe even a 15-second commercial that only tells one piece of the story. So then when you're creating a marketing campaign or a or video campaign, you might tell different pieces in different, in different videos. And one will come out of identity. One might come out of problem. One might come out of guide. One comes out of plan. Yeah, hundred percent. And I assume as well that, you know, as part of a full marketing suite, you could potentially use video just to emphasize one of those aspects and then use other aspects of your marketing communication to, to tick off yeah. the other, other buckets, the, right? Yeah, for sure. And then the other yeah. part is that you might have different audiences who deal with different problems and have different identities. So you may run one campaign that is really targeted at one story, one kind of specific audience type. And then the next campaign video campaign in particular could go after a different audience, different audience type where a lot of companies make the mistake is they think that they have to try to, I need to tell five different stories in this one video because I have five different clients. The way you want to look at that is one, is there a way to find an overarching theme that all of your different audience types can fall under. And those are usually very broad, broad stories. They're not super specific because it's kind of an umbrella story. So you can tell an umbrella story that still has the seven elements, character, want, problem, all of that. But then you can drill down a little bit and find audience segmentation and go, but this audience has a little bit different problem. This audience has a little bit different problem. And in this video, we're actually only going to address this problem. Now, when you're going creating a marketing sales funnel, let's say people share that video or they download that video, you somehow get the information that they, that video in particular resonated with them. Well, then you know that the sales emails that you follow up with to those individuals who shared or got that video have to follow that story. You're not then going back and telling a big brand story. You're telling a very segmented story to them. And that's so another thing of that when you're creating videos online of giving away information, a lot of people like a way of a lead generator, creating a video of the lead generator. You can create different lead generating videos that solve different types of problems. So if you have something that's targeting at a single mom, somebody that's targeting an older married couple and your product helps all of those people. You can make different videos. That's like, here's a video of download this of five things you can do with your kid at home when you're a stay at home mom. Well, then, you know, when they don't download that video that solves that problem, you can create an email sales funnel that tells the story to her. And then same thing, if it's the elderly couple, Now you create a sales funnel that's to them. So you may only solve the problem in the video, go problem, plan, problem, plan, problem, plan. But then when you're writing emails to them, you're doing all of the stories. You're coming in with guide information. You're coming in with success information. You're coming in with failure. You're doing heavy calls to action. Buy now, buy now, buy now, sign up now, sign up now. And you can continue the story through the other, other levels of marketing. 
Yeah, it's, it's so so nuanced, but also so powerful. And yeah, yeah, I feel I feel that we could seriously talk about this for another couple of hours, but but we, <laughs> we won't in this case. But um, I really I really appreciated all that insight that you shared in in the episode here today, JJ. And um, for the interest of keeping this podcast to a suitable length, we we will yeah. um, we will wrap up. But before we do, I'd love for you yeah. to share a bit more about how people can find out more and maybe learn more about the Story Brand Framework. Um, and, and basically follow, follow you. Yeah. So, um, we have created an online, um, an online video series that talks through a lot of these issues about story, but also about just business in general. And we send out a five minute video basically every day called business made simple daily. Um, and you can go to businessmadesimple.com and you can, um, basically download these videos and go through and kind of hear more about story and more about just kind of marketing and websites and emails in general. Um, so if you want to go to businessmadesimple.com, you can go there and kind of get, get on the mailing list and get some information. We're going to send you videos. We're going to send you emails. You'll be able to see how we do it. So if you just want to steal that, you can. (laughs) Um, And you can also, we offer a course where people can actually go through a messaging course and then also a marketing course um, at Business Made Simple University. Um, so bmsu.com and, um, you can buy the course there and then kind of go through it and watch some videos and a workbook. And we talk you through the whole process of how to create your brand story, which is basically understanding that it's your customer story and you're the guide. So good. So much of what you and, and Donald Miller have been sharing over the last number of years has influenced so much of what we do here, both at Engage Video Marketing and in my, my video production company as well. So I want to thank you and um, pass oh, on my so thanks great. to Donald as well. It's, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Sure. You, guys, you guys are making an impact in the world. So I appreciate you coming on and, and sharing, sharing for our listeners today. And uh, thanks again, JJ. Oh, thanks so much. Okay. So what did you think? JJ is seriously a thought leader in the world of story and story-based marketing for businesses. And I was so excited that he, that he joined me for this episode. So I hope you got value from that. I'd love for you to reach out to me and let me know what you took away from this episode. Reach out anytime, podcast at engagevideomarketing.com and let's open up a conversation. And if you've enjoyed this episode or any other episodes of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, what I would really love you to do And I'm asking this sincerely to you right now. If you're listening and you haven't yet left a rating and a review for this show on your favorite podcast player, I'd really appreciate if you could do that after listening to this episode. I don't get a lot of ratings and reviews. I know that there are listeners out there, but it's specifically hard to actually get people to rate and review a podcast. So I'd love for you to just take a couple of moments and do that now. The easiest way to do that on iTunes is to go to engagevideomarketing.com slash iTunes. So that's it for me. Thanks again for listening. I seriously appreciate you and appreciate you for listening to this show and being part of the Engage Video Marketing community. Once again, I'm Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing, and I'm here to help you engage your ideal audience to action through effective online video strategy. Bye for now.